You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining us for episode 30 of Girly Mags. This week we'll be covering YM's September 1999 issue, but first we have some super exciting news that had us on cloud nine for weeks, and we're finally allowed to share that with you. (laughs) (laughs) Girly Mags has won Now Magazine's 2018 Reader's Choice Award for Best Podcast! Thank you so, so much for listening to us. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening to us, for getting us nominated in the first place, and for voting for us. We couldn't have done this without you. I'd like Yay. to thank Igor and Vladimir and Boris <laughs> and all the Russian hat, I mean, legitimate voters <laughs> voted for us. Pick up a copy of Now and look at us in little print on the best podcast. Hey, they might do a write-up. Yeah. They haven't told us what they're going to do, but we don't know know what they're going to say. Hopefully, nice things. Hopefully, (laughs) they don't ask us for money. (laughs) (laughs) We're broke. (laughs) We were up against some very stiff competition with shows like Nobody Cares, uh, The Secret Life of Canada, Tiff Long Takes, and Canada Land. I was also personally fangirling all over the place when I found out that we were nominated alongside Missing and Murdered Finding Cleo. It's one of my absolute favorite podcasts. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Connie Walker is doing some really crucial work around telling the stories of missing and murdered indigenous women and children. And it's work that we should be supporting. So please, please go out and listen to that podcast. It's wonderful. Yes. Ooh, I was really stoked because we're people like us better than Tiff. <laughs> and Tiff is a really big deal around here. Yeah. So that's great. Also, the big veiny boner show. <laughs> Stiff competition. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love you all dearly and we cannot wait to deliver some more content your way. And thank you so much for being a fan. Shoot! My name is Dee Mortimer and to my right... Oh! Hey! Girly gang, it's Lauren Prosky. Happy to be here on the winner of Best Podcast in Now Magazine. This means I can finally quit my job giving hand jobs to sad men on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's their job then. (laughs) To my right. Hey, it's Andrea Johns. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for making Girly Mags what it is. The listeners and my wonderful team here. I am fresh off of a UTI and feeling pretty good. So many days, so many hours, I'm still burning. TMI for UTI. (laughs) I had to go to the doctor last week and describe my situation. And he was like, have you had sex recently? And I was like, yes, with my boyfriend, who you know. And then he was like, oh. And then he was like, and then he was and like I was, nice. And I, was like, I was like, why did I tell him that? I don't know. I felt like he was like shaming me. You just so. overshared. Yeah. And it was really embarrassing. And then he just wrote me a prescription. But anyways, I feel fine now. So a prescription for love. <laughs> that was probably TMI. He was probably like, okay, like, I didn't want to know who it was. I don't, like what's coming next? You know, like. Doctors are, I have a problem with doctors. Don't get me started. This is like another podcast. But anyways, <laughs> girly mags, you know what? Not just for the Jew, but the shagets and shiksas too. It's your golden Engela young Manischewitz, a.k.a. Hanan Hakatan, a.k.a. the human embodiment of the Bamba baby. And by the way, <laughs> guys... 
please ask me about helping you or your loved one get over their pesky or potentially fatal peanut allergy. On gang, <laughs> young Manny, I'm fucking stoked as fuck that we got the best thing. Woo-hoo! Best fucking podcast in the <laughs> best world. Thing. <laughs> best thing. Best thing. And bubbling <laughs> over the joy and pain. <laughs> like a pot of Sefta's tomato sauce ready to transform to shakshuka at the drop of an egg. And to all you haters, I hope the egg falls from a great height and smacks you in the forehead on the way down. <laughs> then do me a favor and oinky schlift yourself with a shiruptical. Don't add me. I mean, add me. <laughs> don't add me either. <laughs> all right, enough of the fucking kibitzing. Let's get ripping on this mag. I just want to thank you guys. Thanks, Mom. I love you. <laughs> Why do we always have to follow Rowie? So like, <laughs> Hi, my name is James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain, <laughs> delivering UTIs like I'm UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you go too deep into the mines of Moria with a, a little dirt on your pitchfork and end up with the fiery balrog of burning urine. That's for you nerds out there. Had sex with a speckle on my schmeckle. That's for Rowie. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. All right, now to this month in history. In September 1999, in the U.S., the average cost of a new house, just to give you an idea. Hey! <laughs> James loves this shit. $130,000. And the average monthly rent was only a mere 640 bucks. What was wow. the average income, though? How does that reflect with inflation? <laughs> so what the fuck are you doing? We have no frame of reference. I'll tell you, reference. If this wasn't enough to help you heathens understand the cost of living, one pound of bacon cost a mere two fifty nine. <laughs> okay, September 9th, Sega released the Dreamcast game system. Yes. And in the first 24 hours, they made $97 million off Holy of shit. sales. I love and Sega Dreamcast. They didn't have proper DRM on the video games. So you just burn them on a, any... CD burner because it came out like next year so they lost all this money because you could just make your own games. James covering all the nerd bases for us. Yeah. For Shout out to my nerds out nerd there. Alert. I fucking hate you. 97 million is roughly over 37 million pounds of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, September 17th, rapper Eminem is sued by his mother for $10 million, claiming that public comments he made about her were slanderous and had caused emotional stress and financial harm. As a final fuck you, Eminem settled with her in 2001 for only 1600 bucks. <laughs> oh, this is a huge win for children everywhere who continue to insult their parents for free every day. <laughs> <laughs> That gives new meaning to the swear jar, kind of, eh? Yes, it does. <laughs> September 22nd, Celebrate Bisexuality Day was first observed in the U.S., Woo-hoo. allowing nice. people to finally admit to their spouses the experimenting they did in college actually <laughs> felt real good. <laughs> and in a foreboding sign of times to come, on September 30th, Donald Trump writes an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal titled, America Needs a President Like Me. Oh, oh God. God. I did not know that. Ugh. You should have seen this coming a mile away. That is dirty. Yep. In music, we got Lou Bega's Mambo number five at the top of the charts, along with Eiffel 65's Blue. Yes. Genie in a Bottle by Trash Tina <laughs> Trashulera. Listen, <laughs> don't, fuck, don't fuck with Christina. You can say anything. Don't mess with Britney. Don't mess with Christina. Remember, he has a Leave personal... Leave Britney alone! <laughs> <laughs> uh, James's favorite song, S Club Party by S Club 7. And TLC's Ode to Ugly Women Everywhere, Unpretty. 
<laughs> Ouch. <laughs> in television, a show that no one remembers, Get Real, starring America's sweetheart Anne Hathaway and America's awkward cousin Jesse Eisenberg. Also airing was the best reality show ever, in my opinion, Blind Date, hosted I- by lady killer Roger Lodge, <laughs> <laughs> which had strangers paired up on dates, cameras following their every move, and hilarious thought bubble commentary. I loved uh, Mr. Therapist Says, that, that yes, one. Yes, yes. I- uh, the, the greatest show of all time also aired Freaks and Geeks, which is unfortunately yes. canceled after one season, and your dad's favorite show, or Roy's favorite show, West Wing. I loved West Wing. I don't even know. It's a fantasy world in which America has a competent president. Ooh, political commentary, hard hitting. Is it not House of Cards where fucking Kevin Spacey's the president? (laughs) Oh my God. All right, and the MTV Video Music Awards hosted by Chris Rock. Highlights included the mothers of slain rappers Tupac and Biggie presenting the Best Rap Video Award. And Lauren Prusky wins the award for the whitest version of pronouncing Tupac. (laughs) Tupac. Tupac. (laughs) Shacker. I don't have have a Tupac, please. And Lil' Kim's forever burned in my mind outfit, which her entire left breast is uncovered, but for one small purple sequin pasty on her nipple. (laughs) I remember that outfit. Love that outfit. In movies, being John Malkovich, American Beauty, Harmony Corinne's Julian Donkey Boy and my favorite Pornhub search term, Stigmata, are all released <laughs> that month. And airing at the Toronto International Film Festival, lesbian satirical comedy, But I'm a Cheerleader, starring my favorite celebrity with hepatitis C, Natasha Leone. <laughs> this actually leads to special delivery. Special delivery. It's a game I like to call Celebrities with a capital Hep C. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the rules of the game are thus. I'm going to give you a clue, and you're going to guess the celebrity who has had a brush with the Hep C. (laughs) Top four answers on the board. Number one, clue. She appeared as a man-eating giant in the music video for Miserable by the California rock band Lit. Pamela Anderson. Ding, 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 ding. Hep C fact. Anderson claims she contracted hepatitis C after sharing a tattoo needle with her ex-husband and giant cock with the giant cock, Tommy <laughs> Lee. Okay. Uh, number two, clue. Rolling Stone called him one of the greatest singers of all time, and he developed a signature scarf collection called Rock Scarf. Ask <laughs> Steven Tyler. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hep C fact. In Rock 2003, scarf. Tyler was diagnosed with hep C and underwent 11 months of treatment. Number three. You can find him at number one on Ranker's list, the druggiest rock stars <laughs> of all time. Oh. Scott Wayland. And he owns one of the best and largest private collections of musical instruments that includes thousands of guitars. Uh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons never d- touched drugs, bro. Yeah, the druggiest a- rock stars of all time? Mick Jagger? Oh, druggiest. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne? No. All the like bit heads off bats and Keith Richards, you out. idiot! Uh, I was close. Oh. And final clue: <laughs> This doctor is noted for publicly advocating a terminal patient's right to die. He also played the flute and released his debut album in 1997 <laughs> called "A Very Still Life." Correct. He has an album. Kevorkian contracted Hep C when he was working as a medic in the Vietnam War, and he would also be, in my opinion, the world's worst pediatrician. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, that was like my joke when I was a little kid. Like, I I was like, when someone, I wanted someone to like put me out of my misery because like I heard an adult say it and adults thought it was so funny that a little kid was just being like, oh my God, call, call Dr. Kevorkian. (laughs) 
the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't want them. Beer buzz like I had last week. I must stay. Guys, what can I say? I'm going to a pretty dark place right now, which I very, very rarely do on this podcast. <laughs> when I go home, I get to a really dark place. I sit in the corner and eat craft dinner by myself <laughs> at like five in the morning. Maybe a tear or two is shed. But anyway, on this dark vibe note, I want to say that the human condition is a very complex one. And one where our greatest fear may just lie in what we think others are thinking of us. <laughs> and it's just fucking terrible. Too many people waste so much time on this shit, even more than me. It's terrible. So we're going to talk about some humiliating experiences today. And we're going to try to lighten the mood, because I just set some fucking really evil, evil shit in the air right here. <laughs> I can tell. James has like a scowl on his face. I just get a feeling that you're the kind of guy in school where you'd have a presentation and you wouldn't do, you'd be like stoned and forget. And then you'd be like, all right, Row, it's your turn for presentation. And you'd get up and just bullshit for an hour. <laughs> Guys, if I wasn't really good at bullshitting, then we wouldn't have the best podcast <laughs> because, because... All right, so here's an embarrassing experience that happened. Re-condoms. And, you know, anytime sex is concerned, it gets tricky. Nobody likes to talk about sex. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that was a really appropriate sound effect. Whoa, what was that? Was that a fart? No, it was a... It was a boing. <laughs> oh. So, picture this. At a drugstore, buying condoms for the first time feeling totally proud of myself for being so responsible and also that they're going to get some soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As I was walking towards the cash register, I ran right into this woman. Damn okay. That would be fine, but really it was my boyfriend's mom. The boyfriend's mom. Yeah. Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> As we chatted, <laughs> I should have just ran. She glanced down and saw what was in my hands. I was so embarrassed, I didn't know what to say. So I mumbled something to her about a health class project and booked the fuck out of there. Next time, I'll be sure to do my condom shopping in the next town over. Editor's note for first-time listeners, Rowie is reading a embarrassing moment written into YM Magazine <laughs> by a reader. <laughs> I, mentioned, I actually mentioned the word reader. Yeah. I said, a reader. I find it weird. When you got to that part, I guess I was like, I don't know where this was going, but her boyfriend's mom. So you're making the girl go and buy condoms? No, hold on. You don't know that. She might be doing it because she's a strong woman she's that wants to get her own responsible. I don't deal with hypothetical job. situations. They are real. <laughs> it should be both people's jobs. Like, it's it's weird because it's like you, that mentality is like you're making the girl buy the condoms, meaning that the guy is just gonna go and be like, "Well, I don't fucking ever have to buy the condoms. I don't give a fuck." Well, is he giving me but money for them or what? What if, what if <laughs> it's a magical moment where she reaches over, pulls on her condom, and he pulls on his condom, and they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then they laugh fresh like, "Fresh goes better, fresh goes better, fresh goes better when mantos fresh is alive." Mentos, the fresh maker. <laughs> I will never forget that jingle. 
<laughs> do it twice the f- as much. The first time I had sex, uh, I was with a lady. Ten years ago? And uh, no, I was uh, <laughs> 19, I think. Got to say nine. I was dating a girl in high school who, 18, 18. Irrelevant. Right around the time. And then right when we were moving up to having sex, she became a born again Christian. So it cut me <laughs> off right there. So Ouch. I didn't get around until until we broke up like six, eight months later. Stayed and then I had her. sex with a lady. You stayed with her. And uh, yeah, because I'm a nice guy. Whatever. <laughs> I, can, I can. I was so fucking. St- I was like, I can wait till we're married. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> the worst luck ever. Like it's like your first girlfriend, and like all that right after you start dating her. <laughs> By the way, I'm a fucking Orthodox Jew. Now. Got a couple. I also you. dated one of those. Uh, got a couple slob jobs before. That's <laughs> slob jobs. <laughs> anyway, so I'm having sex this the first time, and uh, got a little overexcited. And it was that thing where if you're a guy, you start having sex, you realize, oh, shit, I'm going to come. And then you pull back at the last second, but it's too late because you're already like almost and, you're, and your penis kind of swallows it. So you Ew. don't ejaculate, but your body thinks you did. So your penis sh- like just dies like <laughs> as if you did. Yeah. And then I pretended that the condom broke <laughs> and I didn't have another one. So I was like, no, I, I, I'm really about safety. And uh, it's more about <laughs> your health and like, Brent, so uh, we can't have sex again. We can't have sex anymore. No, no, no. Really, really? I don't want to risk it for you. <laughs> I don't know where I've been. I mean, I'm sure you're fine. And got the fuck out of there. Such a gentleman. (laughs) He's such a gentleman. Where did you find this lad? He's such a gentleman. Must be a Harvard grad. I'm Hey, welcome back. Uh, We're here on the Ask Anything section. Readers write in with all their personal questions. Ejaculate. What? Orgasms. (laughs) These shouldn't be dirty words. Okay, (laughs) I didn't know where you were going. Whether you do it in the daytime or do it in the nighttime, (laughs) anytime is a good time for orgasm. <laughs> I've never been more uncomfortable listening to someone talk about <laughs> sex agree. in my <laughs> life. You just can... talk, you know, your parents had orgasms, <laughs> well, your dad at least, to create you. Let's all take a moment to think about our parents' orgasms. Did I tell you at the time that the cop I came to like... Associated Hebrew School to talk to us about sex? This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my dad made a noise like, oh, oh, oh that's horrible. <laughs> A young lady wrote in and asked, do girls have wet dreams? If you're dreaming about dolphins. (laughs) Uh, I hear guys joking around about wet dreams. Do girls have them too? And the person answered, luckily, since girls don't ejaculate like guys do, we don't have to deal with sticky sheet situations. I mean, that's if you're sleeping naked. Sometimes chicas, because they're cool and not (laughs) 50 years old, get sexy sensations during a dream. Blood flow of the generals naturally increases when a guy or girl is in the dream stage of snoozing. Some guy says girls might have climax-like feelings when they're having a sexy dream, but they're not going, ooh, what if you dream squirt? (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone ever dream squirted, ladies? I don't even have orgasms when I'm awake. Yes, There's a better chance you'll get one when you're asleep. I'm waiting for the ultimate orgasm, death. 
Uh, <laughs> it's actually the French refer to orgasms as le petit mot, the small death. The small death. <laughs> yeah. I have. I can. I can vouch for this advice. I have crazy wet dreams. Like I have Ooh. very. I, oh, yeah. Those, very those sexy. Doesn't dreams. surprise me. Like the fucking <laughs> Doctor Ruth over here <laughs> has a wet dream once in a while. I. Uh, I. I started jerking off so young. That you can't have a wet dream with no uh, no no bullets in the chamber. <laughs> I think scary. I've had a wet dream once in my life bullets when I was like dream? going through a dry period with the missus, and uh, <laughs> it's just like it's horrible. Like I could jerk off all I want. Like I don't need like, this giant like waking up being like goo goo, and then like you just gotta change your underwear <laughs> in the dark, and your girlfriend wakes up like what are you doing? And I'm like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What a nerd. I have um, very, very, very intense dream orgasms, but they're with like... You're showing off now, Dean. <laughs> I don't have much to show off about except for this podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I have very like, actually, they can almost be painful. They're that. Yeah. And it's actually kind of sort of sometimes uncomfortable. Well, then this woman gave bad advice. Cause it's she actually, all- it, was a ma- it was a male doctor, by the way, as well. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. My my sex dreams are always me like fucking ugly strangers, though. So like, <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, they're like kind of not. Is satisfying. that your charity work? <laughs> why you don't buy anything and donate to charities? I had a dream that time? I fucked my cab driver because I didn't have money to pay him for my drive home. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> yeah, if you, you had better self esteem, he could be an attractive cab driver. <laughs> you are like I I I love D. So like I really I don't want to suggest this, but you need to move to like. The San Fernando Valley, and you need to like hook up with one of these like porn houses, these huge distribution <laughs> houses. You need to kind of be the person who they'll pay for your hotel. All they all you have to do is like take some melatonin, fucking go to sleep, <laughs> and write down your experiences. And you got fucking blockbusters yeah. on your hands. Absolutely. <laughs> you need to move to the desert in Arizona and hook up with a guy who looks like Iggy Pop who's really into stretching. <laughs> and then he'll teach you, all, you guys will start a class about all the weird sex, sun stuff that goes on. What's that place called in Arizona? What? Sequoia? Sequoia. Sequoia. Yeah. No, that's a tree. <laughs> Sedona. 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 <laughs> what? What do you guys think? Does anyone have a wet What do I think story? about what? I have, I, I mean, I have a couple wet dream stories. I think I might have told you guys a story or two about the wet dream. The wet dream, the, okay, so l- let's talk. You guys hear the story about the religious, like, retreat, not religious retreat. It was like the meditation retreat wet dream. No. You, you guys, are you sure you guys have never heard never this heard, on never the podcast? Heard it. Most of my okay. guy look like Iggy Pop who's really into stretching. <laughs> Well, this is like my theory. This is like one of my my theories about wet dreams in the first place is if you have like restraint in your life and you basically like when you're, I feel like when you're me anyway, you're constantly manufacturing, you know. Consent? That's crazy. Yes. I have restraint in my life. I'm really uptight person. And every time I have a sex dream, something always stops the sex. What does that mean? It means you're not giving yourself consent. <laughs> no, but like I was at this meditation retreat, right? This I is not a dream. For, no, th- no. <laughs> for the real, okay. So for the real, like real reality portion of it, I went to this meditation retreat. I was very like really, really into this meditation in my early 20s for a while. And I went to the retreat. It wasn't like you 
couldn't think about sex, but it was just like not the focus. It was very much, we don't, we're not coming here to fucking check out ass. You want to <laughs> focus on meditation and your own like path and ass has really nothing to do with it. So I had to really adjust like a pretty big time. <laughs> it was tough. So we're in like the meditation hall at the holiest moment. Like this isn't at lunch or like in, at night in my bunk could have happened. But this was, and I'm not even fucking exaggerating. This is in this place called Roseburg, Oregon. Okay. There was probably like 2,500 people there. There was a lot of people in a huge hall. A Are lot you in a of cult? people. Did you join a cult? <laughs> No, it's a huge meditation retreat. We <laughs> yeah. just meditated, like whatever. Nobody, <laughs> nobody really asked me to do anything. I didn't pay them a cent. Huh. I just stayed with them for free. They fed me the best food. All I really had to do is just clean up. It's a cult. My it's a cult. Clean up the cult. <laughs> I bet a lot of this food involved lentils. I'm gonna go dollars to donuts. No, it's not. It's a very, very ancient style of meditation. Like it's, it's. If you can do your research, there's a lot of. There's a lot of All it's right. been a practice in like Hinduism, like for 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 thousands and thousands of years. Like, anyways, I mean, it could be a cult, but I I got I benefited a lot from it. Other than you know this unfortunate, humiliating story, which I'm about to tell you, in front of so many people, like a sea of people, the holiest moment. Everybody's like seated in meditation. All like the hardcore people are wearing white, just like a real cult, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking. It was like weird. I was like supposed to be meditating. And then all of a sudden it was like this like really last minute thing where it was like a white picket fence was involved and like this girl just like turning around and like the wet dream is like kind of insignificant. It was just like me having the wet dream and then While boom, and I fucking woke up and I opened my eyes and I was like, I have fucking jizz all <laughs> over myself. <laughs> There's like, it's dark, right? And there's, there's so many people here and they're all sitting down. <laughs> Sounds like you reached Nirvana. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even like go anywhere. Luckily though, like my buddy was there. I was like, bro, this is like fucked up. Like, like, you had a meditation up. I gave him like some, dude, we gotta, like, gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. <laughs> so he fucking helped us kind of move around and got out. And then I told him about it. And he actually told me that happens so often. He was like, that happens here so often. Because people are like. <laughs> I want to go to the sex cult. No, people are like. More like enlightenment. No, because you're like restraining yourself. You're, you're going into this like focus, into this meditation. It's totally about, about you, but it's like not about, it's not about sex things, you know? And it's weird. It's like you're still. But you thought about a white picket fence and orgasmed in your head. <laughs> it sounds like no, a it was a white fence. It wasn't the fence that <laughs> That's the only like, part I remember. No, it was a woman. Okay, it was like me crossing the street into a white picket fence, and there was a woman there, and she opened the fence, and then she like turned around. And we started. For like Turn two around. Every now and then, I cheese in my pants. <laughs> when the, I dream, the dream seemed like like fast forwarded it because my mind just wanted me to jizz like so bad. It right. was just like boom, and then you think I the woke mind up. controls the jizz? <laughs> Does the mind no control the jizz? <laughs> Does the chairs control the body? What's this I see? A house with a picket fence. The picket fence. The picket fence.
back. We are looking into Operation Pickup Chicks. There really is a secret to getting women? Ever wonder what drives dudes to hit on certain girls and not others? One fearless YM reporter shadowed three hotties at the mall and got an earful as they cruised chicks, got dissed, and even scored some pickups. Brace yourself for a wild ride. That song is... Believe it or not, it's like a crossover for generations. It's a connector for the young and old alike. We, so we took this dude. We had an extra ticket to to Santana at Cobb's Coliseum. So we're like, who are we going to take? Who are we gonna take? Couldn't really find anyone like immediate. So we asked this, this kind of like younger guy that we know to kind of come, right? And he's really into music. He's a really cool guy. You know, we, we, we go, we take him out. We kind of like give him some drinks. We get him high. And he's like, what are we going to do? What are we doing? And we're like, no, no, dude, it's going to be awesome. We're going on a road trip. You're going to love it. And we're so excited to hang out with you. So we take him to, we get to Cops Coliseum. The music starts. He's like playing. So it, this is like Santana, by the way. We're playing fucking like Oya Como Va. We're playing fucking Black Magic Woman. We're playing all the hits. These are like fucking golden classic rock hits. Okay. And he's like. What, this is, he's like grooving along and shit, but he's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? Where are we? So high, too. <laughs> and then we're like, did you, all of did a you sudden, blindfold him and shove him in the back <laughs> of a band? What the fuck? Yeah, he's part of a cult he was now, like right? the band, but like, he was like, he didn't understand like how there were so many people into it and like what was going on. Like, he didn't know who it was. Like, really? He didn't get... Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> Seeing the name Santana like didn't even, I guess, register. Anyways, so fucking smooth comes on and then he goes, Carlos Santana! <laughs> <laughs> That's a connector. That song is like a, a for the generations. Pulled him out of his chloroform, please. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that story. <laughs> um, so basically this article is about, uh, it was written by a YM reporter by the name of Chandra, I'm going to try and pronounce her last name, Chepe? Chepe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she basically follows these three winners around the mall, the mall for a few hours, watching while they cruise for chicks while probably pretending that they don't want to make out with each other. <laughs> They're all in cargo pants. They yeah. are wearing cargo pants. They are wearing cargo pants. One is wearing what looks like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> these are the worst pants, though. Like, the first guy, it like you can just see the outline. looks like he's wearing a jock strap type of thing. These are... Because everything else is so loose except for the underwear part of his fucking pants. These it's, are Abercrombie guys. So no, yeah. This is Chad. Brad and Zad. <laughs> to be honest, though, like the glasses on the head is a real telltale sign. I've I, I also realized, the frosted tips. Yeah. I realized though, a lot of girls like that. I see a lot of like attractive females with the guy and the glasses on the head. So I'm gonna ask <laughs> you. I'm gonna ask you guys. Do you guys are you guys a fan or? Not a Are fan. these like Oakley glasses? The glasses on the head. It uh, doesn't really matter what glasses they are. They could I be wraparounds. They could be aviators. Either no, of those. But if Either they're of those. aviators or something, the nose guard gets caught in your hair. So you can't <laughs> do it up on your head. Now, in Oakley, which has the nose guard, just has the groove. That is supremely designed for wearing on your head. <laughs> Chad talk. What if they're? Oh, yo, yo, yo! Wayfarers, though. Wayfarers are also like also if they're on your head. For I can for guarantee it. you, I've never ever thought about what I think about guys who wear sunglasses on their head. <laughs> never. You. I've never thought you never about seen it before. A guy really? move where he wears them on his forehead, then moves his eyebrows, <laughs> so they drop onto the bridge of his nose. I've done nose, that. That is surprising. 
<laughs> anyway, so it's these surprising. kids these kids are walking around this mall with this poor, probably bored YM reporter, like following them around while they try to pick up and objectify the ladies in the mall. You have an absolutely breathtaking hiney. I mean, that thing is good. And they spend about a half hour and a half doing this. I thought it was funny. One of those things, he, when they asked him what his dream girl was, he said, I won't talk to a girl who's wearing tight pants. <laughs> Another one He's said they didn't like a girl. She's wearing black pants and a black shirt, and they wouldn't pick her up because she was too alternative. <laughs> and they're like, she looks like she's going to her funeral. Uh, one of them says his dream girl is a brunette who's not too skinny or buff. I don't like that bony model look or girls who have six packs. Who said that? Uh, fucking Aaron Keenan. Sounds like Aaron Keenan and I might fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine these guys walk around the mall biting their knuckles, being like, ew, look at her. She's wearing <laughs> pants and has a body and yeah. is a woman. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? To be fair, about, to, be fair to these, like fucking losers but you didn't um, know any better when you were that age did you and yes. i say that i say 100% that 100 percent. i did i did not approach straight no i knew no one wanted what i was selling i see you're drinking one percent is that because you think you're fat no matter what i was going with you're like just one of those guys that goes around town with a box full of freaking globes so i think to be fair to these kids um and I say this lovingly, but they're losers. <laughs> and I say that because who hasn't been a loser at some point in their I life? I am certain they would disagree with you. <laughs> I'm sure they, they would no very this. much disagree also, with me. A guy who walks around with a box of globes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what does it even mean? There's like a street vendor. <laughs> That's a sex symbol. What? <laughs> Who ever wanted to fuck a guy who walks around with a bunch of globes? You know, Tell me. Town, and you, that, you see that guy with his box Never. of globes? <laughs> Fucking, my penis goes limp. If I had a pussy, it would be dry as Relatable fuck. content. I think there was one guy in Lauren's hometown who walked, you know that guy we all have fucking globes like one globe is okay but a bunch of globes ew it's fucking disgusting I even thinking about that shit Andrea's dying <laughs> anyway to be fair to these losers um, <laughs> they actually handle rejection pretty well when they get rejected they get they become they're very self-deprecating and you know they don't make it about some horrible thing about that woman that is which true. is that's refreshing that's refreshing in a man because it's true they yeah. don't say she's an Asshole yeah, but anything. usually when guys get rejected by a girl, they end up calling her really bad names. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Oh, yeah. Now, to be fair, they might be cleaning up their act because they have a fucking YM reporter running, like following them around. If so they were maybe cleaning it would up their be act, different. They wouldn't have worn those cargo pants. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's I think a good they're point. cleaning up their act a little bit, and also the editors at YM are cleaning up the act yeah. a little bit. Too. So these are the young like iterations of pickup artists. Yeah, and it's it's turned into a. Uh, an art form. Yeah. An art is a flying piece here. of shit. Yeah. Um, Box of globes. Look <laughs> at me in the alley. Box of globes. On the pedal. They're not even <laughs> fucking accurate globes. It's like Australia's bigger than Africa and shit. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. We're never getting away from this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they are very much uh, like that stepping stone to what our current idea of pickup artists are, which they're horrible people. I hesitate to put them in that they're area young guys because the they're, yeah. They're... I was never that guy though. I just never thought of scamming on girls where it's like oh, a game you play and you like scam on them. And give which them is why money. you made it a business. <laughs> 
know what that means. A globe business. <laughs> like I sell my box of gloves, ladies. Yeah. Maybe you want to have a lot of money in the bank from this globe venture. Okay, you know what? Somebody you know will get you know with what? me. You know what chicks like? Globes. <laughs> I'm Mr. Worldwide. No, they hate <laughs> globes, but they like money. <laughs> but we can't end this. Somebody, one of these guys did get a phone number. She paged him <laughs> later. <laughs> she paged him, and they talked on the phone, and it didn't work out. They did not click. So she win some globes. <laughs> Once the globe is set and dried, it passes to another department where the covering map is pasted on. But the covering process calls for a keen eye and steady hand. A fraction of an inch out will put the world miles out of joint. Exact same song as that. Um, <laughs> All I love of them. You touch you, touch you, boy. Touch you. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What is it? Human touch. <laughs> is somebody dying in this room? <laughs> yeah, I dying. Sounds like a dying skunk. It sounds like a dying rodent when I try to sing the Spice Girls. So this is the September 1999 hot list. These are all the things that were at the top of the charts, the movie charts, the music charts, the dudes people thought were hot, the girls they thought were pretty. The readers of YM chose their hot list. They were asked some certain questions in a poll. And these are their Their results. So there was top boy tunes. It's official. Here's how the guy groups rank. Number one, Backstreet Boys. Number two, NSYNC. Number three, 98 Degrees. I think that's fine. I mean, that sounds about right. Completely legit. Like, you got got people requesting Backstreet Boys all the time. I never fucking heard anyone say, play a fucking NSYNC song. (laughs) Ever. Uh, What are you talking about? Fucking, oh yeah, they don't have, like, I like pop. Their song, Pop, this must be pop. Uh, <laughs> maybe once in a while, but like, like comparatively, 50s? Backstreet has the legacy. Yeah, Backstreet Boys actually like I thought like NSYNC were more talented back in. I mean, my sister liked this music, so I hated it at all. But I was like, I got to a point where I was like, eh, NSYNC. I thought JC Chavez was going to be the big star out of NSYNC. Didn't happen. NSYNC, Didn't happen. NSYNC had some individual parts. Like they had Justin. I feel like Justin. You could fucking trade Justin for all the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Like he's like the LeBron of the boy band. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But he couldn't drag his shitty team to the level of the Backstreet Boys. Which Golden, State of- Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. That was beautiful. And 98 Degrees has done nothing. Uh, 90 yeah. Degrees. I would say that Nick Lachey is like Dwight Howard or some shit. <laughs> uh, Jeff Timmons is a Chippendales dancer in Vegas now, where yeah. all celebrities go to die. That's uh, oh, the Raptors, but whatever, guys. I love <laughs> what you guys. was cool? What was cool? So they have what is cool and what isn't cool. So basically this season, last season. Cool is gossiping about celebs. Cool isn't gossiping about your friends. Cool is Hillary Clinton. Cool isn't Al Gore. Why? Oh, 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 why? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't be cool isn't fucking, I don't know, Bob Dole or some Republican? Why are you got to. I don't understand what's wrong with Al Gore. And at that time, what the fuck was Hillary doing? Also, yes. neither of those people are Whoa. cool. Let's yeah. be honest. Cool. <laughs> Hillary Clinton might have made a good president. She's not cool at all. Have you seen no. the dab I- on fucking Ellen? <laughs> And then, Mrs. Brett, you can sign a bill, 
Yeah. Just throw this fucking term around. Cool. Like why? That's my that's my pet peeve. When people say cool is a thing. Cool is James Dean not giving shit. Cool is Bob Dylan in uh, No Direction Home. Cool doesn't just mean good. <laughs> okay, James. Sorry, it makes me angry. Without... <laughs> exactly. No, I feel James but cool so means much something, on this. You know, I, like I, it, yeah. just because something's good doesn't make cool it cool. Cool is not Hillary Clinton. I liked this. Cool is eating whatever you want. Cool isn't dieting. I love that cool is surfing the net. Cool isn't smoking. <laughs> you know what's good though? Smoking and surfing the net. Oh, yeah. I mean, smoking Great. is objectively cooler than sur- surfing the net is for nerds or like whoever. Smoking is like, I don't give a shit whether I die. I'm just fucking lighting this, I'm bur- pulling this fire into my face. I like the one that's cool is believing in God. <laughs> cool isn't owning a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, two, the, two, like, the thing that totally speaks to the hidden Christian agenda in all of this is not only that one, but the one that follows it. It's like believing in God is right next to being close to your parents. Yeah. What's next? Like, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Being close that's to cool. your parents like, is cooler than doing drugs. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to say go out there and do drugs because you probably shouldn't because of fentanyl and shit, but doing drugs is way cooler than being close to your parents. There's another one. It's uh, cool is being a vegetarian. Cool isn't going to single sex colleges. That's so arbitrary. Totally. It makes no fucking sense. so has nothing to do. No, fuck, fuck it. I'm going to fucking eat. I'm going to start eating meat. That's it. And I'm going to fucking go to a college where there's both men and women. Guys, cool is being close to your parents. Cooler is doing drugs with your parents. (laughs) Hey, Ralph Hollow, let's cut up some fat lines. Speaking of fat, that was the term. P-H-A-T. And what it was out was da bomb. Da bomb isn't cool. No. Fat is not cool either. No offense. PH fat is like hilarious about like. No, that's what it says. Like fat farm. It's weird that fat farm came out. It sounds like a place you go to lose weight, like a fat camp. Hey, here's a question. Here's great gadgets. So there's the great gadgets. Here are cool gadgets. Beepers, whatever. (laughs) Cell phones. The third one is message keychains. <laughs> yeah, I don't those know are the best ones. What, what are that? those? It's when they have a keychain that has a personalized message on it. So it might, you know, might be like, uh, "Da bomb." <laughs> is that a gadget? No. no. <laughs> I don't know. That is not a gadget. It That's might like be a, a gadget. I was like thinking it was like a like a beeper but like from your key yeah i don't know that's what i thought it was i feel like in that era it's like something that's got a screen and then you press a button and it either says like yeah da bomb or fuck (laughs) you (laughs) you." it sends you a text on micro uh, msxl like kelly Rowland. here are the coolest websites in 99 one is mtv.com find macy's and videos watch them two is yahoo.com three Alloy.com. I think that's a clothing company. Alloy was the, they did the same catalog. No, that's where you look up all the hottest metal alloys. (laughs) You thought tin and copper couldn't go together? Well, (laughs) guess what? That's your grandpa's tin and copper. (laughs) This is before X hamster and all that shit existed. Check out bronze, baby. (laughs) What rocks in romance? Asking a guy out. Dating someone of another race. (gasps) Not unless he goes to a same-sex college. (laughs) Staying in and cuddling. Hanging with your gang. 
Splitting the bill okay, and just... being a virgin. Okay, so oh my God. three quarters of people saying dating someone of another race is cool. 25% of people in 1999. Which I think there was 2,000 people that took this. Yeah. So said think dating about how many someone of a race is not cool. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves, <laughs> 25% of YM readers. Go hang out with your parents, you fucking lose bags. <laughs> But also, they've got like uh, celebs you consider the prettiest, and they're all fucking white. Yeah. Katie Holmes, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jennifer Aniston, Julia Roberts, Reese Witherspoon, and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Yeah. Wide variety. All pretty, yeah. but all fucking white. Just the full spectrum of human beauty. You know, uh, some <laughs> of them have blonde hair. Some, one of them has red hair. Some of them have brown hair. <laughs> Do you guys? I, so I prepared a little quiz for you guys. A little. So I'm gonna test your 99 trivia here. And you as the listener can play along. So get your ear holes ready. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be a game. I'm going to play a sound clip and give you the question. And you guys, whoever answers first gets the point. All right? So, number one. This song... Tori Amos! (laughs) (laughs) This song provided the soundtrack for a steamy scene in this 1999 movie. Bonus points if you can name the song. So you want us to name the movie? Yeah, Ghost. Right. Here's oh. your first clip. I know the song and the clip. No, yeah. This movie is uh, Robin Good Intentions. The song is Colorblind by Counting Crows. Woo! You get two wow. points, James. Colorblind. <laughs> Love this song. Counting Crows are underrated. <laughs> Good. Number Okay, so number two. Identify this sound which probably annoyed your parents incessantly into the millennium. Okay. Here comes clip number two. Oh. MSN message. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bastard. In America, they didn't have MSN message. They had uh, AOL message that was much more popular. Who cares about America? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. This actress was at the top of her game in 1999, and here is a clip of her short-lived music career. Uh, Ashley Simpson! Is it Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah! Because I knew it. she had a song and I knew she never sang again after she <laughs> released it. Yo, there was a Party of Five spinoff What's called... What's the song uh, called? Uh, I don't know, but the genre is called Wipe Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, D. I didn't think anyone would get that. It was really hard. D's cheating. <laughs> All right. What are the next lyrics to this Canadian country crooner's 90s hit? I can't believe you do something, something. <laughs> Nailed it. I can't believe the way you took me like that. No, 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 I've got it. No, wait. Yeah, I'll play it again. Take off my shoes before you let me get in. 
I can't believe you drive your car. You wanted to say drive your car at night. I know. You li- you love yourself. Like, it's something about, like, you love yourself. I don't believe that a little bit of love. I'll see you in the alley with your box of I knew this song, though. Okay. Might as well take it. I'm a Don't get me wrong. I think I think you think you're all right. But that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. That don't impress me much. You get half of it. I can't believe you kiss your car at night. Oh, if I had it. Okay. No, but he's there's joking, another verse right? that has I can't. Yeah. I know yeah. you're oh, yeah. not sure that right exists. Right. It's not the correct. <laughs> okay, Rowie gets a half point. I'll give you a half, <laughs> point. <laughs> half point. Half partial credit. <laughs> okay, uh, and next we have the Smith song. This Smith song James served gonna get it. as the theme song for which TV show? Uh, the How soon is now? Play it. Let play it. How soon is now? Charm. I got that. I Lauren, got before Lauren and James said it at the I, same I time. I got so. a half a point. I didn't know the movie. Though. <laughs> I didn't even have to play the fucking song. <laughs> I knew. I, I was exactly. Kidding. I what other Smith Lauren song does anyone else know? All right. You guys are all tied and James has two, so this could be a tiebreaker. This might end up in a tiebreaker. What language is this? Do stay. Do stay. Bye, guys. Globin. Gore. Gore. Kanu. Japanese. No. Uh, Icelandic. No. Oh, uh, Korean, uh, Vietnamese. Oh, no. uh, I don't fucking know. It's uh, oh. oh my god! What is wow. that? No, Ukrainian. It's from Sims. Sims, yeah, that's Simlish. But Simlish. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Lauren and James are, have tied. I don't have a tiebreaker question, so we're gonna have to come up with one real quick. I'll do a tiebreaker for you guys. Okay. okay. Better be nineties thing. To the tenth. How many freckles does Presky have? <laughs> Ten. Up or down? Does this include just on her face or entire body? Entire body. Lucky for you, it stops at my chin. Past, <laughs> present, Wait, or that's future? That's I'm competing against her. She knew her freckles better than I I can't do. see them right now. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here's a tiebreaker question. Right. What was the sound for ICQ? Uh-oh. <laughs> tie. They tied the again. Tie. Okay, we need another tiebreaker. Damn. Tie. I got to think of one off the fly. Uh, tiebreaker, you got the best <laughs> of me. Okay. Okay, that, wait, okay that's a good fill one. in the blanks. Wrestling question. <laughs> Austin 316. Oh. That's not doing nothing, but I win. That doesn't count. Okay, what was, okay, here's another one. What was The Rock's nickname? The Rock. No, oh, like, oh, sorry, oh, what was, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Oh. No, sorry, sorry. No, I mean, what was his tagline? Yeah, what's his real name? I'm sorry, he doesn't have Dwayne Johnson. He's the Rock is Can you smell the Rock is cooking? Can you smell the Rock is cooking? Lauren wins. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? So anyways, Lauren wins. She's the ultimate 90s queen. James is so pissed that he missed that wrestling question. <laughs> I don't want Let me just go on the record today. I don't watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> what I really like about that is that we kept her content of Freckles mysterious. <laughs> Nobody knows. And your, and your prize is a box of clothes! <laughs> Back to the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's trash. It, like, what? It, the next time you say something against Christina Aguilera, <laughs> it's not going to be a quiz anymore. It's going to be a fucking it's wrestling gonna be a match. Super, it's going to be a war. It's going to be World War Three in here. You understand? By the way, uh, in English, her name is Christina Waterlera. <laughs> Me no. and Andrew went to a Mexican restaurant in Reno, and she was like, "Can I get some agua?" And the girl was like, "You mean water? You want some water?" <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so we got a quiz in uh, classic Girly Mags fashion to end off the episode called Can You Keep Your Lips Zipped? <laughs> James, we're going to be taking this quiz on you because I know oh, you've shit. got a big fat mouth. <laughs> James has uh, the hardest time keeping his lips zipped. Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> so loud. Okay. I mean, I'm not a zipper and powerful enough in the fucking world. I don't <laughs> talk to any humans aside from my girlfriend. But if you tell me a secret, you know my girlfriend's going to find out about it. That's like everybody in a relationship, though. You know what? So you're doing us a huge disservice because when we come around, you're like, oh, my God, people, and I can talk to them, and you fucking do it too much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys thought this, like, podcast was, like, so we could be famous? It's just so I can pretend I have friends. We could be famous? Yeah, I definitely didn't come here to get famous. (laughs) That's why I'm here, guys. Uh, All right, so James, can you keep your lips? Tons of money that I'm having. I'm going to imagine this is something personal that I I will tell Andrea, but I won't tell anyone else. Or will I? Well, see. Pay attention. Number one. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend reveals in confidence, James, (laughs) that she lost her virginity. You A, immediately blab to your best bud or Andrea. (laughs) B, cave and tell your closest friends after a week or so at the next podcast recording (laughs) sesh. Or keep your mouth shut forever. Um, I would do A because I can immediately tell Andrea. I'm going to choose B. I'm going to choose B. You're going to tell your closest friends after about a week? Yeah, a week, yeah. 100% 100% he's going to tell. There's nobody I don't think he'd wait a week. more <laughs> than a burning desire for something. Like, if you want to motivate a human being to do something and get off their fucking ass and do something, tell James a secret and he'll fucking go tell somebody. <laughs> I agree. He'll need to do it. He'll need to do it. Again, she'll find out the minute you tell me, which you know, so that doesn't count. But I'll wait a week till I run out of things to say to my friends when I'm hanging out with them. <laughs> oh, my God. This oh my is God. a fantasy land in which I hang out with friends. This is like a double whammy of like <laughs> Oh, my friends. God. All <laughs> right. It's not vindictive, right? It's just Round like two. Running out of things to say. Your guy pal tells you he and his buds are going to toilet paper a girl's house. He swears you to secrets. <laughs> Tells Andrea right away. You A, <laughs> tell your friends, but not the girl. B, track down the girl right away. <laughs> you snitch. <laughs> and give her a news flash. That's weird. Or C, wait and see if the guys pull it off. Uh, One, this is like, you might as well tell me this is some sci-fi fantasy shit. Like, James has a guy friend <laughs> who does guy stuff. Um, I would shut my mouth. I would do C. I would just be like, uh, doesn't it involve me? Bullshit, Leave me alone. Dude. Whatever. <laughs> Number Bullshit. three. You finally hook up with your crush, but then your best bud begs you for all the deets. You A, just give her a sly smile. You don't smooch and tell. B, tell her sh- the basics, like, 
he kissed me. It was so sweet. <laughs> or C, give her the play-by-play. <laughs> um, I have a great answer for this. Uh, if I'm hooking up with someone, unless something funny happens... I would never tell him titillacious details of like, and then she pulled my dick out. Salacious. Jerked it three <laughs> times. And then I put it, and then we had sex, and then I humped, and then I touched her. But like, that's like. <laughs> You'd just, save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm not into like you sexual tell it all? details. He's surprisingly like very. Oh, so you would do the basics. I would do the basics version of. Okay. Uh, that we hooked up. He doesn't like up. saying really vulgar stuff. But I wouldn't stuff. get into unless something He's humiliating. Vanilla. Unless something humiliating to me happened, then I would tell them. Every time you have sex, that's humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> the woman. All right, so this was a mini quiz. Or the boy, I'll never tell. Uh, and your results. Ding. Hepatitis C. <laughs> you know when to yap and when to keep your trap shut. Not You're true. Semi-spiller. <laughs> if the temptation to talk ever becomes too much to bear, gossip to a pet instead. I've never had the clap. So I have two secrets. That you're going to tell right now? Yeah, but you have to guess which one's fake. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Got it. First one. I was once really drunk. And That's had a true. One night that one's the truth. That's true. <laughs> true. I had a one night stand. True. <laughs> and I fell asleep at this person's house and I woke up super nauseous and I was so disoriented that I couldn't find my way to the bathroom. So I puked in their shoe and left it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> true. true or false? Tell your other one. Such a gross one of them's effect. true, one is false. What's okay, the other one? I once created a fake profile on ICQ and catfished this dude for three months. And then when he wanted to meet me, IRL, I pretended to die in a horrible car crash and created a fake memorial site on GeoCities. You definitely don't have that type of wherewithal. How so the first you one is... you died? We're like, oh, wait, I'm, I actually am with my computer in my car. Ow, <laughs> <laughs> pow. I, I, by no means, Andrea, am I calling you lazy, so let's not go there. But I just think that that whole fucking shebang there that you did on the internet or whatever you just did is way too much effort. Too much effort. Putting putting some puke into a shoe, especially way if you easier. have to puke, <laughs> is really easy. Exactly, and it's right? tidy. You tidy. <laughs> you do that. Like that's, <laughs> that's a good move. <laughs> You're lying. Really? I made the fake profile and. <laughs> <laughs> I made a fake memorial. I was like 13. And the other thing was true, but it didn't happen to me. It happened to my friend. You know who you are, homie. Shout out. <laughs> oh, my God. I, honestly, oh my God. I wonder what the person's reaction was. Like, did they believe you? I, I really. I'm you, shocked. Hey, guy, if you're listening, if you're out there, you were talking to some 13-year-old girl. Hopefully, you were also 13 at the time. Uh, and they died. We want to know about it because I need to get to the bottom. <laughs> we got your boy Marilyn Man's play, and I got uh, a true and a false. Uh, one of them is, I got naked with when I was about six with a girl from my neighborhood in my bed, and she said, "Don't touch me with your squishy thing." <laughs> the other oh one God. is when I was about the same age. I got naked with a neighbor boy in a closet. <laughs> we didn't touch each other. We just got naked in a closet. <laughs> I think they're both true. I think his mom found us naked in the closet. Well, then we definitely know the last one's true. You just fucking told us. You already knew it. They're both true. <laughs> <laughs>
Doing it doggy style. So thank you for joining us for yet another episode, our 30th episode of Girly Mags. Also, just another giant thank you for everybody who voted for us and ensured that we became the best podcast in the world. (laughs) I mean, specifically one city, but it's a pretty big city. It's a pretty big city. It's a big world. And And welcome to our new... Welcome to new listeners, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Absolutely. And if you have enjoyed this episode, check out our other episodes. And if you didn't enjoy this episode, other episodes are different, just... Listen. <laughs> um, you can also check us out on Instagram at girly.mags and you can hit us up on Twitter at girly underscore mags if you would like to discover more content. And if you want to comment on our iTunes and send us a review and a comment, I will send you, send us a screenshot to specifically girly bags on iTunes and I will send you a box of globes. <laughs> I you will literally I I swear to you I will send you a box of globes the size of the box the size of the globes eh, who knows but you will get a box of globes review and rate us on iTunes and send it a screenshot to Girly Mags it's our new concept it's the box of globes concept it's the worldwide right here Pitbull Fuck me. thanks guys we love you guys bye love you. bye, bye.